Hello, Fanatical fam. This is Sequoia from the past or the future from the recording of this podcast. But before before the release of this is Sequoia from outside of space and time. I have come here with a quick announcement. I am going to be in New York City the first week of August and will be doing a Fanatical Fam Meetup. So if you are in the vicinity of New York City and you will be in town the first week of August, please fill out the survey in the description of this episode. A-S-A-P. This survey will be open for one week, so it will be closing on the 12th of July, at which point I will be choosing a date, time, location, and announcing those on social media as well as on our next episode. So get that filled out right now. I really hope to see you there. Bye. Fuck, Mary, kill. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Madam Rose Merta. Okay. Tom from the Leaky Cauldron. Oh. And Aberforth. Barkeeps. Barkeeps, I like it. I think this one's got a pretty obvious answer. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna fuck Madame Rosemerta, okay. marry Tom, and kill Aberforth. <laughs> <laughs> right though? I think I'm right. You know we really love you. Our place to judge you Your feelings get about it Naturally There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fan fiction podcast? You know, the other day I was recording a bonus episode of But Make It Scary with Hannah. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, let's start. Let's do it. And when I record w- that that podcast, uh-huh. I start with... And now it's time to grab my guests so we can make it scary. And I do that, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, Hannah, here we go. This is but make it scary. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone, and this is Fanatical <laughs> Fix. And I was like, what the? <laughs> when have you ever? When have you ever? What? <laughs> the wrong person was sitting across from the table Wrong. From yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just go and do our intro. I did. I did. <laughs> you just do our intro at anyone, apparently. <laughs> Wow. I didn't expect to elicit this exact reaction, but um, it is funny. I thought what we had was special. (laughs) Welcome to the bullshit portion of our fan fiction podcast, where we make some announcements. Where you talk about your other podcast. I talk about my other podcast. Listen, I kind of talk about my other podcast as much as I possibly can. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We talk about some social meds, some emails from listeners. Yeah. That is what we do at the top of our podcast sometimes. Sometimes, if we have stuff to talk about. We have a lot to talk about today. Sure. So, uh, historically, Squid Month. I say historically. We've done it once. We've done it twice. We've done it twice. We've done it twice now. <laughs> we've done it once past the time that it made sense for this to happen. Yeah, yeah. Squid Month happened in July because I did it for an anniversary episode and then I did it again at the same time. Um, this year, 
Sequoia has told me that uh, Squid Month isn't happening in July because July's our anniversary and I have to stop ruining our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> so Squid Month, uh, rest assured. Squid Month will happen will and happen. I will not announce it in advance. One day. <laughs> You're just going to get a squid episode. I'm just going to be sitting here. Squid stuff will be thrown at me, and then I will be obligated to reciprocate. Exactly. Yeah. That sounds horrible, by the way. (laughs) You want to take that again? Damn it. Damn it. No, I don't want to take it again. We're leaving it. We're leaving it like that. You know, podcasts actually are a medium where you can edit things out when you, you can, say something horrible and gross. But you know what? Isn't it better if we just leave it? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on from Squid Month, uh, we also would just like to give a shout out here quickly to Crystal, who sent us a postcard, postcard. Uh, with her predictions on it. Hell yeah. So I would like to say again uh-huh. that we do love, one, getting physical mail. Oh, yeah. And two, getting postcards with predictions on them. Because we say a lot yeah. of we say a lot of bullshit. You know, we say a lot of, yeah. you know, we have a lot of bits. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Got a lot for of bits. Sure, for sure. Um, but when, when you guys come through on them, that's just, you know, a that's a chef's plus. kiss. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. yeah. You. Thank you. I think we have a few more shout outs. We do. I'd like to shout out this tweet that's been haunting my thoughts <laughs> since it came in. <laughs> yeah. About reading fan fiction in YouTube video descriptions. I had to immediately be like, explain explain (laughs) (laughs) which kaylin uh generously did (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like i have even more questions now Now. this feels like a truly cursed medium yes yeah that that video that they sent us came from 2009 which is why we didn't know about it yes this is a thing that missed us Uh we're old But this this may be the most cursed way to share fan fictions. I thought Instagram was a pretty bad way to do it. Yeah. And it is. Instagram is a bad way to share fan fictions. Yeah. Because there's no way for... It's, it's an not, image of... Te- what do you... Yeah. It's you not ideal. That. What? It's not ideal. I thought the most cursed way to share fan fiction was Quizilla. Quizilla. Back in the day, because it's because it's, Quizilla cause it's is about, a curse that's been gone. That's gone though, right? But it's about like using a medium that is not intended for fan fiction to share fan fiction. Yeah, I think those are all pretty cursed options. Yeah, yeah. If you can think of any more <laughs> cursed options, <laughs> don't tell us. <laughs> tweet them at us. Damn it. We also got a tweet from Rin, who uh, burned some cinnamon toast. And then attempted to eat it. And then attempted to eat it. In Harry's honor. And it was, in fact, gross. So we would recommend against attempting this. (laughs) Shout out to Rin for attempting. (laughs) We also got an email from a listener who is writing fan fictions based on our summaries, which uh, did make me feel very excited. (laughs) Me too. I'm always a little sad that we're releasing those summaries out into the wild, probably just to die. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But they're not just to die. So they're posting those up on AO3 and they've been tagging them with the uh, Fanatical Fix podcast tag. Yes. 
And I would uh, maybe throw out a reminder that if you are also writing Fanatical Fix inspired or adjacent things to throw that tag on it so that uh, everyone else can find them. Yeah, you can search that tag and see all sorts of fun stuff yeah. written based on the pod or things from our patrons from our writing yeah, competitions. They do all stuff kinds like of that. fun stuff. Yeah. So check that out. Excellent. I guess it's time for the the podcast now. Yeah, the fan I mean, fiction we, portion we, we, of the fan We were a few weeks behind on our social media shout outs. So we were. We had to catch up. We were. Also, oh, also keep an eye on the social meds because we got so much good fire and ice fan art. Oh my <laughs> yeah, we god. Did. Oh my god. Got some great Dumbledore outfit descriptions too. One person was like, he's in body paint and a <laughs> safari outfit, yeah. and I was like, yes, he is. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, ask and ye shall receive, right? Like, damn. Um, Okay, let's get into the fan fiction portion. Uh, This fan fiction that I'm going to read for you today was submitted to us by a listener. So thanks so much, Jessica, for sending this in. It is called For the Love of Tarot. What? T-A-R-O-T. Oh, okay. Like tarot I was like, cards. tarot like the purple. <laughs> no, not T-A-R-O. The purple potato with thing. The, put, put the T on the end. Tarot. Okay. Tarot. Okay. Uh, it is romance slash humor. Of course it is. And it came out right before Order of the Phoenix. So it's <laughs> post Goblet of Fire. For the love of tarot. For the love of tarot. You're just doing one today? Actually, it's for love of the tarot. For love of the tarot. Yeah. Okay, I think I have three here. Um, prediction number one. Um, lavender is part of the main pairing. Okay. Uh, prediction number two. Somebody will have a tarot reading done and it will predict love. <laughs> okay. There's a tarot reading that will that predicts love. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, and Harry's death will be predicted in this fic. Okay, cool. Okay, those are all good. Those are all really good. Trying to lean towards the divination stuff. (laughs) Listen, work with what I got. We're in the studio, and maybe that studio magic's going to work for you again. We'll see. Did it work for me earlier? It didn't work for me earlier today when I totally dive-bombed at the live stream. (laughs) We did do. At the live stream, you didn't get any points. Didn't. Unfortunately. You were close, though. You were close, though. No, I wasn't. Make sure to get on Patreon to uh, catch Raven Blackwing and the Orb of the Elements. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. This fan fiction is called For Love of the Tarot. Sirius Black was not a very happy boy. Is this a fucking fuck, <laughs> fucking Marauders fan fiction? <laughs> fuck me, fuck, fuck this, fuck everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm coming out of left field. I don't usually do Marauders stuff. You're That's the one right. Who usually brings Marauders to the table, but this is a listener submission. Oh, it's true. Um, yeah. Ah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Wolf Star. Is this Wolf Star? This is is there a, something? I have no idea what the tarot cards are. Is there a wolf and a star? <laughs> they pulled you're you're really showing your lack of tarot knowledge right now. Yeah. It- <laughs> Sirius Black was not a very happy boy. 
In fact, yeah, his life is the pits. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the thing about this story, though. Um, this is before we knew exactly how and why his life was the pits, though. Yes. Yeah. So we got that in OTP. So basically, um, how is his life the pits? Please continue. In fact, a lack of proper prank victim. Uh, test subjects in his house over the summer made him downright miserable. <laughs> he has to go home where there's no one for him to curse. curse? Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the worst. For him to injure, <laughs> for him to cause harm to. He has obviously... Uh, R.A.B. doesn't exist at this point. Exactly. Canon. Yeah. So in we have canon at the it, when this fan fiction was written, we have zero idea. Yeah. What any of Sirius's family was like, right? Probably. Yeah. Because we, we don't. We all, don't. All know. we would have gotten about Sirius was in book three, and I, while I have no memories of the canon at this point, <laughs> they have all leaked out. <laughs> I'm pretty. I don't sure. think we had any good knowledge. No. No. So. He had, of course, been happy to go home for the summer, having missed his family. Woo! <laughs> I got this. I, coming into that line, yeah. I felt the need yeah. to preface. Yep. <laughs> I love my family, said Sirius Black. <laughs> I look forward to seeing them. Because <laughs> they're my family. Because they're my family. <laughs> and we get along Super well. <laughs> Ooh. The problem was that James was usually over at this particular period over the summer, but he had been forced to visit some family in the middle of nowhere, and his parents had been called to Hogwarts to have a meeting with Dumbledore on something or other. Oh, weird. Wait, Sirius's or James's? Sirius's. Oh, parents. he's sad that his parents weren't around. Yeah, no one's no okay. one's so around. So James went to go visit some family, which um, Harry doesn't have any family, so I don't know what they're talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and Sirius's parents went to go hang out with Dumbledore yeah. instead of Sirius. Their good friend Dumbledore. Weird. I like it. With whom Weird. they have some business on something or other. And they were gone. Oh, well, has he been abandoned for a long time? A little bit of time? It appears to me. That, that just he, today he's probably sad. been roughly an hour. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty serious. It's like, ugh, there's nothing to do here. Dumbledore called them for a parent teacher conference. It's yeah. not act it's serious related business. It probably is. Look, I'm like, here's the thing. Your son. You cannot have a motorbike in the dormitories. <laughs> it's not it can't be next to his bed. <laughs> It's a little weird. <laughs> so Sirius lay on his bed, a pack of tarot cards in his hand. Mm. To be quite frank, he hated tarot cards. Every time he'd ever pulled them out, he'd always predicted something horrible. <laughs> I hate tarot. I ha I'm gifted with foresight and all I see is bad stuff. <laughs> The last time, he'd predicted he'd be attacked, and his sister had been killed by Voldemort himself. Wow! Just drop that in there. Just drop that on in there. 
Sirius is bored. There's no one to prank because Voldemort killed his sister. (laughs) Hey, bud. (laughs) Hey, bud. (coughs) Maybe focusing on the wrong part of that, bud. Right? (laughs) But Sirius was bored enough that he was desperate for anything to happen, even if it was absolutely horrible. I don't even know how to engage. That is such a wild thing to say. Just be like, you know what? I'm so fucking bored. I'll just take out these tarot cards. And even if Voldemort walks in here himself and just like murders me. It's preferable to boredom. It's preferable to just laying here in my bed for the past hour with nobody to talk to. For a while. (laughs) Do literally anything. So when he flipped over the Ace of Cups using a technique that only people especially gifted with the abilities of top rank seer could use. What does that? They're just some cards. What? He's using a technique, uh-huh. which is, I think, just flipping over cards. Uh-huh. Um, but since he's gifted with the abilities of top rank seer, uh-huh. when he does flip over the cards, they are tr- true do you say of ace being... of cubs? Is that a tarot card? Ace of cups. Okay. Yeah, that's a tarot card. You are still... <laughs> I thought you said cubs, and I was pretty sure that <laughs> cubs isn't tarot. Okay, yeah, it's cups. I was like... Cups is tarot. I was like 70% sure that <laughs> there aren't cubs. <laughs> there might be. I don't know. So he's using his gift to... Right. Uh, to, he to, flipped to over flip the card. Over, to flip over true cards. Oh, sure. And, and not, wrong, and not cards. wrong cards. Okay. Um, He was quite surprised. Oh. Shaking his head slightly, he placed the card back on top of the pile. Oh. Is that how telling the future works? You pull a card you pull and you're like, and you're like no, don't like that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> and you put it back. He pulled it out and he was like, wow, this is definitely not real. I hope that when he pulled the card that was like, your sister's going to die. He was like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Well, it actually happened, so he must have kept it. So he must have kept it. Convinced that there had been a mistake due to his loud and upbeat music, he shut it off. What do you think he was listening to? ABBA? Mm, Yeah, he would. Yeah, ABBA. (laughs) He was listening to ABBA, and apparently ABBA throws off your internal top seer ability Mm -hmm. compass. Mm -hmm. So he turned it off. Mm Mm-hmm. After a few minutes of relaxing silence, he shuffled the cards again. Mm-hmm. A minute later, found him flipping over another card, the Page of Cups. Well, Sirius mused to himself with a small smile. Because we all know what that that means. We don't. <laughs> but they'll tell us eventually. When you keep pulling c- cups, cups, that means you're dehydrated? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what your tarot drawings look like? <laughs> Every single time. Just all the cups. <laughs> and like, please drink any water. <laughs> well, Sirius mused to himself with a small smile. The summer's certainly starting to look up, isn't it? I wonder. Isn't it? Isn't it? Oh. Uh, cups, cups, cups. Cups galore. <laughs> I w- <laughs> This seems like nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wonder who this could represent. He paused, thinking. Well, one thing's for sure. It better not be Lily. James would kill me. Oh. And it better not be Remy, either. 
I don't think I could ever think of him like that. Oh. Hmm. This this serious is just like canon serious, extra bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Is it serious if it. it's not extra bisexual? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't want it to be Remus because why? Because he can't ever think of him like that. Yes, you can. Who are you fucking fooling? <laughs> Jesus Christ, serious. Be reasonable. However, before he could get much wondering done, he heard his door slowly start to open and the voice of his father floated into his room. His parents were not gone very long. No. Moping around like, <laughs> no one's here to play with me. And parents are back like, hey, buddy, how's it going? <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm so bored. I might as well cause a total familial disaster (laughs) with my tarot cards. Uh, And his parents are just like chilling in the living room. Uh (laughs) They're like, serious, we don't have to announce when we come home. (laughs) You just didn't hear the door open. (laughs) It's because he was cranking ABBA so loud. (laughs) Do we need to specify an ABBA song so it can go on the playlist? Yes. Um, super duper likes are gonna find me. And, uh, yeah. Or we, or gimme, gimme, gimme. I think it was gimme, gimme, gimme. That's my Isn't it already on the podcast, though? Oh. Or on the playlist? Maybe. I think gimme, gimme, gimme is already on the playlist. Well, (laughs) just add some more ABBA. Super trooper. Oh, yeah. That's good. (laughs) Just go in and explain everything to him, would you? I'd do it myself, but I've really got to run, his father said to an unknown person before the sound of fading footsteps heralded his departure. Okay. Still, the door did not open. Okay. Intrigued and thinking about his page of cups. (laughs) Sorry, his page of cups. I mean, you can... Oh, the eyebrows? Page of cups. The eyebrows actually are helping me maybe guess what this this tarot card's for. I had no idea before. You didn't? Not when he was... Even when he was talking about Lily and Remy? Oh, right. I can put together context clues. (laughs) Eyebrows are more helpful, though. Ah, Page of cups. (laughs) fuck are you ricardo <laughs> a callback <laughs> love ricardo what a great guy okay intrigued and thinking about his page of cups sirius sat up in his bed who's this person lurking outside <laughs> his bedroom <laughs> allowing his blankets to fall to his waist revealing his bare chest hanging out naked in bed <laughs> listening to abba, listening to abba doing was having an afternoon <laughs> and i'm here for him <laughs> oh great for a full minute he sat like that staring at his door with a single eyebrow raised He was about to call for whomever was outside to come in when the door was finally flung open. And? His jaw dropped. And? Standing in his doorway was a sour and rather worse for wear looking Severus Snape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this look. Oh, this look on your... Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. Who did you say sent this to you? 
Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, listen to me. Why would you do this to me? Why would you attack me like this on my own podcast? Jessica, you're doing an excellent job. Keep up the good work, okay? I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica woke up and chose violence, okay? Yes, they did. Good God. (sighs) (laughs) This is a pairing we've never done on the podcast. Correct. Some tenuous grasp of control over this podcast, usually. <laughs> Not today. Today, this is me and Jessica's podcast. All right. All right. Ooh. His only thoughts were of his cards, of the studious and imaginative person the second one had represented. And the thought of that Snape, of all people, was at his house and even possibly representing the card? (laughs) Bloody hell, was all he managed to utter before he promptly passed out. (laughs) Passed out. So disturbed by seeing Snape that he just passes out. What is he doing? Incredible. He's in my house. I can't. He's, are you my... Page of Cups. Fuck. A pair of black... Okay. A passage of time. Sure. A pair of black eyes slowly opened, took in the sight of Snape scowling above them, and promptly snapped shut again. I'll still be here when you open your eyes again, Black. Snape spat out with a Uh, sneer. What the fuck is Snape doing here? (laughs) I just... (sighs) He's uh, here to hang out. Uh Uh-huh. You know, Sirius's parents were like, this kid is is like a a puppy dog. Mm Mm-hmm. He has all this energy and he mm-hmm. just needs to play all the time mm-hmm. and he needs a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, let's just go grab one of his classmates. Anyone. Just any, any classmate. Like he's fucking driving me insane. <laughs> 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 just grab any one of them. Just like a person his age. Sirius only groaned in response. <laughs> Open your eyes, Black. No, thank you. Then I would have to look at you. You're insufferable something something. I don't know why he's not pleased, though. Because at the very beginning of the story, he was like, I don't have any victims here. That's true. And who is the ultimate ultimate prank guinea pig? Yeah. Snape. Yeah. Well, I think Sirius generally prefers to test his pranks before he uses them on Snape. Got to make sure they're like grade A, kind of like the tippy toppy. Okay. Can't just use anything on Snape. Can't just transfigure the color of his hair, skin, and robes again. (laughs) He could get his parents to go get him some first years. (laughs) Yeah, right? Bring me, mom. (laughs) First year to experiment on. Now that my sister's dead. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes. Oh, man. 
Reluctantly, Sirius complied. He sat up straight and glanced at Snape. Why the fuck are you here? I'll be staying here a while. And it's none of your business. It's his house. What? (laughs) Fine. Oh, Sirius shrugged nonchalantly, despite his uncomfortableness. I suppose you'll have to sleep in that bed over there. Assuming that we'll last until tonight, of course. Does Sirius have more than one bed in his room? Apparently, yes. All right, that's not weird. And there's no other sleepovers all the time. Well, James is supposed to be there already. Yeah. Living there. For the portion of yeah. the summer that he I, lives there. I think there. That's, that's not so unreasonable. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. There's a second bed for James in Sirius's room. They're best friends. Because <laughs> they're best friends. James is not going to love that Snape was touching his bed, though. Oh, absolutely not. No. He's going to have to burn it. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. And then Sirius's parents are going to be like, Jesus Christ. What is wrong <laughs> what with is you wrong two? With both of you. <laughs> Why are you like this? We're in a perfectly good bed. Thanks, Black. Snape immediately crossed the room to the bathroom door, closing it behind him softly and leaving Sirius to stare after him for a moment before turning his head back to his tarot cards with a frown. Ace and Page of Cups, uh-huh. he growled out to them. You sure as hell better give me something horrible to go with that. Uh-huh. He picked them up calmly, uh-huh. somehow managed to relax himself, uh-huh. and shuffled and cut the cards for the third time that night. Then, still calm, he has to use his special his power. special divination powers. He flipped over the top card. What was it? Two of cups. Okay, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, well, well, we'll get a context clue here. Oh, fuck you. He spat at the cards, violently shoving them back in their box before throwing said box across the room. What did those poor cards do to deserve your fury? Well, they did kill my sister. So. They- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Came an amused voice from his bathroom, which a Scantily leather clad Snape was emerging from. <laughs> you come into my house. You say those words with your mouth to me. <laughs> Get out. Okay, bye. It looks like I need a new co-host for the podcast. Jessica, hit me up. (laughs) Why the fuck (laughs) has Snape put on leather? Scant leather. It's Hugh's getting more comfortable. Those are his pajamas. That's that's his house clothes. His leather pajamas. (laughs) His casual, yeah. Leather pajamas, just like Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. Right. Fine. This makes no... What the fuck is happening? None of your business, Sirius muttered, forcibly removing his eyes from the slightly interesting sight before him. (laughs) Then he got up from his bed to pick up his cards and muttered something about a proper reading. I don't know why you're so interested in the tarot, Black, 
Snape said, apparently making an attempt at a decent conversation. It was kind of rude. It was, yeah, that wasn't a, that was a. <laughs> also, Snape, can you like be a little more obvious and try a little harder? Like <laughs> maybe take it down. I know Sirius is thick. <laughs> but really, really, this is your approach. <laughs> I have to come over and. For reasons. For reasons and wear this outfit. Now I'm going to change to something a little For more reason. comfortable. <laughs> horrible oh man i'm not i hate them whenever i take them out i get really bad readings and now that i've got a good one it's absolutely horrifying i always get good readings and how can you have a good reading that's absolutely horrifying (laughs) snape sounded curious well, if you really must know, don't tell him. I don't. think they're telling me I'm about to fall in love with you. Why are you Why would you say that? Right? I'm about to fall in love with you. Well, the tarot cards say that I'm about to fall in love with you. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm upset. It's upsetting me. <laughs> but they've never been wrong before. So, uh, so I guess uh, I guess we, we, we are going to kiss now. <laughs> <laughs> there was a short pause. Then, that's disgusting. You're telling me. There was a... Snape. <laughs> Snape. Snape. You're not fooling anyone <laughs> but serious. <laughs> Oh, man. There was another silence in which Snape lay on his back in the bed Sirius told him he would sleep on and twiddled his thumbs. And Sirius got up to dig through his drawers, searching for something to do. His search eventually ended when he realized there was actually nothing to do. I don't know what he was searching through his drawers for. You know, Anything. You know when you're hungry? Yeah. <laughs> Opens up the prank drawer and he's like, mm, I'm really not feeling it. Yeah, any of these. this is not, it's not what I want. <laughs> I could throw this fanged frisbee at Snape, but that doesn't, that lacks any subtlety. <laughs> Never mind. I don't think subtlety is anyone's forte in this situation. True. <laughs> Sighing, he collapsed back on his bed, absent mindedly shuffling his cards. This went on for a full ten minutes before Sirius decided he couldn't take it any longer. This is really boring. Yeah. Why are we agreeing? Which one of them said this is really boring? Sirius. Sirius says, this is really boring. Oh, okay. And Snape's like, yeah. Okay. Why are we agreeing? Do we have anything better to do? Probably not. (laughs) Another pause. This is really boring. (laughs) His parents were so sick of him. (laughs) Yeah. Serious. Oh, my God. (laughs) You already said that. There's got to be something better than talking to Snape that you could be doing. I did? Yes. Oh, sorry. What? Ever. 
After another short pause pass. I can really see <laughs> why they're about to fall in love. They just, <laughs> they, just they really they, click. They click so well. <laughs> just really on the same wavelength. After another short pause passed. This is really boring, he stated. Go for a walk. Serious. Do something. <laughs> he is like a puppy. Yeah. Like a puppy. Snape, you need to take this person the on a walk. <laughs> he needs to go for a walk. He's going to start tearing up a book or something. Instead, Snape lunged. An hour later, both of them were called down to dinner. They were each sporting a few painful bruises, but seemed perfectly nice to each other. In fact, they seemed to be getting along perfectly well. Gross, weird, what? I think they got in a fist fight. Yeah, they wrestled and then... They they wrestled, they wrestled a little bit. Yeah, and now they're okay with each other? And now they're friends. I hate this. (laughs) Really? They, They wrestled. I don't think Sirius ever got dressed. Wait a second. Yeah, Snape was wearing barely, barely any, any leather, leather. and <laughs> Sirius was wearing God knows what, but not a shirt. And they wrestled a little bit. <laughs> and now they're friends. <laughs> what is this ship? Can somebody help me? Oh my like, God. Yeah, I guess maybe this made sense after book four. Did it? Did I don't it? think no, it did. I don't think it, it never made sense. It never makes sense. <laughs> Especially pre-book five. I think if I it think, ever made sense, it's I like post, mid-book post five. Book. <laughs> <laughs> when Snape's trying to kill Sirius? No, when they're both in the order together and... Snape's trying to goad Sirius into dying? Yeah. that That's when this <laughs> ship makes sense. It's when it makes the most sense. <laughs> Oh my god. <sighs> so an hour later they were called down to dinner and um they seemed to be getting along perfectly well. Lovely. Lovely. <laughs> I'm glad you two are getting along so well. Sirius mo- Sirius's mother said cheerfully, now sporting an insane grin, so like Sirius's that honestly it scared Snape. <laughs> Mrs. Black disappeared into the room with a flick of her blue streaked black hair. Why? I don't know. Okay. For for whatever's for reasons. She's cool, mom. <laughs> with a disturbed glance at the snickering Sirius, Snape disappeared into the kitchen as well, scowling. A passage of time. Okay. No. 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 Sirius woke up suddenly. He stared across the room at where Snape was sleeping, tossing and turning restlessly in his bed. He wondered absently what was going on for a moment, but all his thoughts were cut short as Snape suddenly screamed. He jumped out of bed, running over to the other boy. Snape! Snape, wake up! Come on, you idiot! You're just dreaming! Sirius yelled frantically, (laughs) shaking his rival. I don't know that you rival anymore. I don't know if that was... I don't know if that I don't think rival's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> I think especially at this point in the story, I think rival's a you know I uh, I think you could pretend like they were rivals at this point. There was a there was light enough canon that you could say just say they were rivals. Yeah. <laughs> 
Sirius grabbed him by the shoulders and shook him hard until he snapped out of it. What the hell was that about, Snape? Sirius asked breathlessly. Nothing. (laughs) Just forget about it, Snape muttered, pulling his knees up to his chest and wrapping his arms around them. Just forget about it. (laughs) Sirius was speechless. Forget about it? The guy looked like he was about to cry. Okay. I'm not going to forget about it. And you were grabbing your forearm. What's there that hurts you so bad? I'm not telling you, Snape snapped, glaring at Sirius. Just drop it. Sirius glared back at Snape for a second before grabbing his arm and pushing the sleeves up. That, that's the dark mark, Sirius gasped in reply. You, you're not a, 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 are you? This is an interesting direction that this Mm -hmm. is taken. It takes a really hard, yeah, turn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm confused and intrigued. Snape's lips thinned unpleasantly. This is, this is, you know, every one of these stories where Snape is paired up with someone that you actually like, you have to give Snape a reason to be, f- like, pitied. Yeah. Not that he isn't already sort of pitiable. Yeah. As a young person. Yeah. But you have to give him, like, a... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a choice, he muttered. That's why I'm here. I owled Dumbledore as soon as I found out I was going to get it, but he was too late to stop them. This is actually a pretty common trope in um, Draco stories, too. Yeah, the uh, like, where, I... Where Draco gets forced into the Death Eaters and needs to be saved. Yeah, yeah. I think it's interesting, especially pre-Order of the Phoenix, in this place where Sirius's family, we don't know yet mm-hmm. how terrible they were. Mm-hmm. So... In this context, like, they're the kind of people who would save mm-hmm. this, you know, person who's been forced into the Death Eaters or whatever. Yeah, this is, <laughs> this is a weird space we're in. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's why I'm here. He took me away, but not before. S- Sirius didn't even stop to think. He just did what came naturally to him. He sat down on the bed next to Snape and pulled the boy into his arms. <laughs> To his surprise, Snape allowed him to do that, burying his face in Sirius's chest. What? Uh... Nothing. Sirius pulled him closer and ran a hand through his hair. It'll be all right, Severus, he muttered soothingly. It absolutely the fuck won't. (laughs) But continue. Not even aware that he'd used his first name. (laughs) The sun crept into the room gradually. Oh passage of time sure the sun they sat there hugging hugging forever forever yeah the sun crept into the room gradually reaching the form of the two boys fast asleep on snape's bed sirius blinked sleepily as the light got to his eyes he felt a warm body in his arms and squinted down at it wondering where it had come from (laughs) where'd you come from where's this Got here. Look what I <laughs> check this out. Oh, geez. <laughs> the past night rushed back into his mind. Severus, he whispered to the sleeping form, shaking Snape slightly. Snape only groaned, attempting to bury himself even further into Sirius's arms. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
Now I'm just doing this to be mean. Yeah. So <laughs> I couldn't Look, stop just, this already. I'm, I'm just going to have an out-of-body experience for the next little bit. <laughs> be back when this is over. Uh, Severus, wake up. Snape reluctantly opened his eyes and looked up into Sirius's. What? What are you doing? <laughs> and then paused. Oh, wait. I remember. Did you just call me Severus? <laughs> Sirius stared down at him, eyes widening in surprise. I I guess I did. Well, imagine that. Ooh. Ooh, how weird. How do you get... What? How does this... Is this an AU or how does this get... How... How do these two get from here to where they are in, like, Prisoner of Azkaban? Right? Where they mm. fucking hate each other? Mm. Um, you know, lovers quarrel. Sure, right. Something, yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, Lily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. something, something. Remus? Something, something. something. Death Eaters. Death Eaters. <laughs> you know? Something, something. Something, something. Hey, well, I can't hate you now, can I? I mean, geez, you fell asleep in my arms crying. Sirius shook his head thoughtfully. Are you all right? No. Like, no. How would he be all... How's that... What do you think? Snape asked with a growl. I just had the worst fucking month of my life, and now... And now? Sirius prompted. And now? Snape sighed. Would you believe me if I told you that I've been in love with you since second year? Fuck right off. (laughs) I came here and packed only my leather (laughs) on purpose. (laughs) Sirius gaped at him. Second year? Yes. When you said the thing about the tarot cards... About you falling in love with me, I nearly fainted. And then when you hugged me when I broke down, I was going to pull away to yell at you. But I wanted to believe the cards were right. That maybe you had fallen in love with me. And I couldn't bring myself to pull away. Serious. <laughs> should, should I take a picture of you? This is good. <laughs> I am causing Kim physical pain. I just wanted you all to know. I think it's important to the for the. <laughs> Did Sirius even say he loves him? No, he literally just like hugged him. <laughs> just like this, this one. I mean, it was a long hug. It, it was. was it was a hours long hug. Yeah, but it was just the hug the one time. Yeah. All right, can you please just get through this? I don't love you, Sirius said slowly, staring down into Snape's tearing eyes. But I think that maybe if I knew more about you, then perhaps I could. If you wouldn't mind sharing, that is. Snape stared up at Sirius wordlessly. That was an entirely reasonable thing for Sirius to say. Yeah, right? He's like, okay, well, like, like I know, slow your I roll. know I'm furious and whatever, but <laughs> credit where credit's due. Uh. <laughs> Snape stared up at Sirius wordlessly, shocked. And before either of them knew what he was doing, he pressed his lips harshly against the others. 
I don't think that's what Sirius just that said. That is Sirius not did what he just, just say, said. let's talk. Yeah. And then he was like, make out now. Whatever. Sirius returned the kiss, slowly at first, but eventually becoming more enthusiastic. As they broke apart, Sirius wondered if perhaps tarot cards weren't that bad after all. They killed your sister, dude. Hey, bud. Hey, bud, let's circle back. Can we circle back? We didn't circle back to that. No, it was mentioned offhandedly one time at the beginning of the story. The end. Well, there you go. I did get you a got point, a point, but at you what did cost? get a point, but at what cost? Yeah, that's true. But at what, what cost? Cost. But indeed. at what cost? <laughs> Normally, where we'd be like, "Thanks." No, I, I'll do it. That, <laughs> Thanks so much to Jessica for sending that in to us. I, uh, I could have only dreamed to find such a pairing to uh-huh. read directly to Kim's face. Uh huh. And uh, thank you for your help. Uh-huh. And now it's time for a segment. Let's do summaries, which is a ongoing segment where we play the awesome story summaries that you all wrote for us for our 100th episode. Take it away, you <laughs> listener. God damn it. You required my assistance, Minerva? Snape asked as he emerged from the fireplace, brushing soot from his robes. Yes, Severus, you're kind to oblige me at this hour. She motioned to him to sit, offering him a ginger newt, which he bit into reluctantly. He abhorred flavour. I need to bring you up to speed. Severus steadied himself. Being offered a biscuit usually meant bad news was imminent. Poppy has asked if you would go over some basic wound care potions, owing to a serious increase in what I can only describe as unusual injuries. Unusual, Snape sneered, his black eyes glittering with schadenfreude. When McGonagall passed him the note, he blanched and said, Perhaps we ought to tighten security around the broom sheds, or simply glue McLagan's overambitious thighs together with a permanent sticking charm. Argus setting detention inside the broom shed certainly didn't help, she added with a shake of her disbelieving head. But it's not only that. Students are injuring themselves attempting to summon he who must not be named. Snape choked on his biscuit. Anapneo! McGonagall encountered lazily as a bit of half-masticated newt flew into her fireplace. That pustule Belby actually burned a chocolate dark mark into his arm. I hear it was delicious. He spat vindictively. Nobody ever thought to save him any accidental dessert. They're pronouncing his name with a hard T. Snape rose, attempting to stop her, but the word had already escaped. Voldemort. The next instant, Tom Riddle's nostrils flared. For Merlin's sake, Minerva, I didn't name myself after the French for flight of death so that upstarts like you could make me sound like some muggle supermarket. For the last time, drop the T and roll the R, as in Crucio! Snape buckled and fell to his knees. Minerva rolled her eyes, and Tom 
helped himself to a biscuit. Thank you so much for that summary. And now it's time for... The Wreck Zone! The Wreck Zone today is going to be a little different. We're going to yep. do something a little different for you. Yep. We read a, a book. We read a book that, that was so incredible. So nice and did my soul so good. It's called One Last Stop by Casey McQuiston. It's gay. Yeah. It's a mystery. Yeah. There's time travel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also found family. There's also found family. Such good found family. Some excellent drag queens. Yes. I think everyone should read it. I think everyone should read it. But I especially think that the people who like this podcast would like it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our wreck. You can find a link to uh, purchase that book. Ch- sure. Uh, on the description of this episode. Where a wreck would normally Where be. Where a wreck would normally be, yes. <laughs> you can also find a link to purchase this book as well as links to our other recommendations on our website, fanaticalfix.com. That's also where our story submission form is if you want to do more violence, <laughs> I guess. If you wake up and choose violence, send it to me. I'm ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> also on the website, you can find Yes Glitter. Yep. You can find a link to our Tee Public, where there are several designs, including the fabulous Blaze Zabini and Zach from our 100th episode. Yep. You can get them on mugs, t-shirts, notebooks, pillows, all sorts of stuff. If you have more thoughts about cursed fanfic mediums <laughs> that you would like to tweet at us, <laughs> we have the so so sh- the so we have the so sheets. <laughs> We have those good social meds. We are at Fanatical Fix on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And if you have longer thoughts about whatever, email them to us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you want to help out the podcast, there's a couple ways to do that. First things first, leave a review here on uh, Apple Podcasts or on Facebook or uh, grab some sidewalk chalk. Do it on the sidewalk outside your house. Yep. You can also trick everyone. 2021. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, it is. You can also support us on Patreon. On Patreon, we've got all sorts of stuff. You can, uh, today, we did a live stream for our bonus content. It was wild. It was wild. The Raven, Blackwing, and the Orb of the Elements. Those were a ton of fun, and they they do stay, like, you can't come live, obviously. Right, but you can still watch it. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we also just got our new piece of exclusive merch in. It's yeah, a keychain, and it says, uh, forget your dead lover at Hawaiian Waves. It's very good. Squid did the design for that, and uh, I love it. Also, if you are a patron at a certain tier for a certain amount of months, we will give you a shout-out on the podcast in the form of a story summary, or as Kim has been doing lately, a full fan fiction. What? <laughs> this is probably a summary. <laughs> Take it away. Marlene McKinnon has known no peace for the last week. Lily was on the warpath near the beginning of this mess, but as the days have worn on with no solution to the latest prank gone wildly out of hand, (laughs) even she has become worn down. It started with the record blaring across the Great Hall at breakfast, which got the song stuck in everyone's heads. But then 
the curse mutated until the song was spreading even if you just caught the sound of someone humming it faintly. Now, it's all anyone can think about. Classes have been canceled, and the castle is under quarantine lest it spread beyond the walls. (laughs) And the culprits? Well, they are all entirely too pleased with themselves and the chaos they've caused. Now it seems like Marlene is going to have to solve this one herself. Yeah, Marlene. We don't get enough Marlene. We do not. Thanks so much to uh, Kylie Sue, Kat Chapman, Renee Gerchow, Katie Escott, Stephanie Ventura, Megan Wilds, and Amber Wacker. You are all incredible. And thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. It means a lot. Thanks also to the Womping Willows for letting us use their song, Wolf Star, as our theme song. Bye! Bye. Yeah.